0: What's up, guys? You are on the errand off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha, and today we are going to be talking about the creepiest book of 2023. That's right. The creepiest <laughs> one. It is called Where He Can't Find You by Darcy Coates.
1: Yes, and this book is out already, I believe, right? Yes. So you guys can go and like put your holds on it. It'll be at in the library. <laughs> the, the bear. <laughs> It'll be at the library. Um, And so you guys should really pick this up. So before we go really far, we definitely this. Okay, so we got these as arcs. Yes. From Sourcebooks. Yes. Thank you, Sourcebooks. We you guys are awesome for that. And this book was phenomenal. They never let us down when they send us arcs. Oh, man. No, because this book I read this book in two days and this book is, like, almost 400 pages, I think, or more. I think it's, like, 390-something. Yes. And it was so good. And it's technically a YA horror, mm-hmm. but I feel like it goes beyond that, and it's still suitable for, like, that, like, adult vibe about it. Like, it was giving It by Stephen King. Yes. A big, like, I, absolutely. Bikes and all. <laughs> yes. The very beginning of it is very, like, creepy, atmospheric, so good. So this is what got us to um, really notice this book, is this description. So,
0: Samantha's gonna, do you want me to read it or Um, do you want to read it? I'll do it in my uh, spooky voice. Okay. Okay. Get ready. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Spooky voice. Don't walk alone or the Stitcher will find you. Abby Ward lives in a town haunted by disappearances, "'People vanish, and when they are found, their bodies have been dismembered and sewn back together in unnatural ways. "'But is it the work of a human killer? Or something far darker? "'Don't stay out late, or the Stitcher will take you.' "'She and her younger sister live by a strict set of rules designed to keep them safe, "'which is why it's such a shock when hope is taken.' Desperate to get her back, Abby tells the police everything she knows, but they claim their hands are tied. Suspicious. <laughs> Don't close your eyes, or the Stitcher will remake you. With every hour precious, Abby and her friends are caught in a desperate game of cat and mouse. They have to get Hope back, quickly, before too much of her is cut away. Snip, and before everything they care about is swallowed up by the darkness waiting in the tunnels beneath the home they thought they knew.
1: So, <clears throat> very good, by the way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I've been practicing. A little applause there. <clears throat> um, so, I, can't, I read this description, and this description gives you a lot. But while I was reading this book, all of this information still came as a massive shock to me. Yeah, like like you know that hope is going to be taken but when right. that crap happens you're like freaking no way did she get taken i didn't even see that coming and it's freaking in the description
0: and it's 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 so creepy <laughs> reading this book at night too because yes the, the, even though this is ya it's a very like descriptive it does not hold back with like the gore and the right the nasty the details and like Like I said, the atmosphere of it.
1: Because it's not just about, like... Even though she gives you a lot in the synopsis, there's still so much more there to grab onto because of, like, the woods surrounding the town, the lore of the town, the feeling of all of the people, and, like, the weight of this situation that's weighing on these people as far as, like, this essential serial killer coming in and taking all these people away. And they're... Okay, This serial killer isn't just snatching these people away and just killing them. He's like literally undoing them and like putting them back together like weird toys and dolls and things like that. And this is where it's going to get kind of spoilery. So if you really want to read this, I recommend that you kind of stop, pause here and then come back because there's just so much
0: to say about this book and I don't want you guys to be ruined for it. And you know what, it it reminded me a lot of What We Harvest by Anne Freistat, um, along the lines of, like, when the Stitcher is coming and he's about to kill, Oh, the animals get deformed. Right, there are, like, signs. Yeah, the lights go out, electronics stop working, and... That was very, like, what we harvest to me. There's, like, a
1: buildup of, like, this anticipation that she puts behind the scenes. Yeah. So, like, they know that somebody's getting ready to be taken based off of the things that are occurring around them. Yeah. So the whole town, like, cars won't work, so everybody rides bikes. You know, people live kind of, like, in the past, even though they're part of, like, society now. Right. So your phone stops working. You're not able to send text messages, so they can't really readily talk to their friends. And it is a group of... Um, it's like five. Yeah, five. They're teens, but they're four. actually young adults, more along the lines of 17, 18, 19. Right. So they're more on the older side of the track and not really young. Yeah. Um, And the things that have happened to them in this town because of the Stitcher are horrendous. Yeah. Like Abby and Hope's mom <clears throat> was affected by the Stitcher, and the woman is scary enough as...
0: Like her own storyline, yeah. like she freaking creeped me out. She's like scratching at the walls, like with her blood, like trying mugs.
1: to yeah, trying to yeah. spider climb up the curtains. And like when she's like at one point, Abby's like peeking into the room to check on her mother because her mother is is obviously going insane. Like she's not mentally well, yeah, but it's causing her to be more like supernaturally like altered because yeah. she acts like the kid that crawls out of the well, (laughs) like, backwards, (laughs) running at you with mouth open, like... Yeah. And so, at one point, Abby's, like, opening the door to peek into the room, and her mother is literally sitting on top of the freaking, like, Uh, cabinet, like, punched up like a crazy Uh monster peering at her and all I could think was like oh my
0: gosh the the dedication the dedication for her for her uh, and Hope uh, to just like stay in that house with her mom is like I'd be like nah sorry mom lock this woman (laughs) away like we're taking you we're taking you away (laughs) and
1: and you don't understand why they do this and don't ask for help until later in the book and they hide her away and try to take care of her and she gets apparently she gets worse and worse as the stitcher like really becomes active. Yeah. And so that's what the appeal is, too, is is that at the beginning of the book, you're really not sure if it's just, like, this serial killer situation, because right off the bat, there's this guy who's a suspect. And he's real sketchy, real creepy. Charles Vickers. Yes. And he's, like, very smug and satisfied about his, like, tie-in that everybody thinks he's the Stitcher, because he plays into that fear with people, and everybody avoids him. They, like, make, like i don't know like tributes to his home and like offerings yeah Yeah. because they're like don't take me you know what i mean like don't kill me but the police can find no evidence against this man yeah so like you're not sure if it's actually like him or if like he's just playing into
0: this like role because he loves the the attention that he's getting for being charged i also think the cops were like way too scared to even like super investigate that house anyway yeah because every I mean, time that they would go... Them. Well, right. Because every time that they would, like, try to get
1: really involved, something would happen to them. Yeah. And so they just become this, like, silent, like, bone, bone silent. And you can, like, feel and hear the silence while you read the book in the town. Like, they're ready to cover up the fact that this Stitcher is a thing. And live in, like, this, like, ignorant bliss. And... It's so like nerve wracking because when somebody is taken, it's almost like it doesn't affect them anymore. Right. Even though the person is going to be like completely dismembered. Yeah. And like just thrown out. Just however, like you're a kite now. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're You're a trampoline. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> it, it's awful. And like I said, okay, spoilers. So one of the main guys, I think his name is Reese. Yeah. Which is the first thing that Samantha said when she started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reese, Ann, what are you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs>
1: here? You shouldn't be here. Um is it shoot. Oh, Abby and Reese are obviously like a like a couple or kinda, trying to be. Trying like a, be, there's yeah. a, a budding romance here. And it's very sweet and it really adds to the dynamic of the story which I appreciated because mm. it wasn't one note. Um and so they're like kind of like all each other has essentially. Because his parents were taken by the Stitcher, when he was really little, because there was like
0: this fog and they were driving to try to get out of town. And if you don't like blood and gore, and you're gonna like vomit, pluck your ears. <laughs> yes, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's very graphic. Um, he was like five or six or something like that. I think he was a little bit older. And his little kind of spoiler: his little brother was right. Five which you or don't six. know that until later in the, the book, the very end. That
1: all three of these were taken because his mom and dad leave because there's something, there's somebody outside of the car and it's like all fog and then they don't come back. And he's trying to hold his brother down and say, you know, no, don't go out there. It's okay, mommy, dad, you'll come back. But his brother gets out of his grip and runs out of the house. And next thing he knows, he's found like what, a few days later, still in this car, like this kid. And his parents are literally sewn into a skin sack hanging from a freaking tree. And his brother, pieces of their body are just sewn all together in this bag, dripping with blood, guts, bones, and all their organs are just inside, inside the, the sack. Skin bag. And that's how they find his family. And yeah. he's trapped in this car. And like, if he would have stepped out of the vehicle, that would have been in- it for him. And yeah. So now he's being raised by his grandma, who's obviously suffering from dementia. Um, And so he's essentially taking care of her and not able to, um, he's essentially living on his own, and the only thing that he has left is Abby. And so, the only thing in her world that's left is really her sister Hope and then Reese. And so, from there, that's where they decide that, at some point, like, they either have to escape this town, which is impossible because people who do are driven back from madness, and... Also, um, like eventually, you just die. You just get taken, and yeah. you don't last. Yeah. So, what really catapults the story forward is the fact that Hope gets taken. Yes. And she's like ripped bloodily through the window. Like he snatches her
0: right out her. But story come window. on, Hope! Don't open the window because you're hot.
1: Yes, girl,
0: you got a full blown serial thing. killer monster.
1: Yes. And that's another thing is that the cool thing about this book is, is there are illustrations inside the book as well. And there are different graphics throughout. And like each section is labeled with rules that they have Yeah. about the Stitcher that they abide by. And Hope always be breaking rules. Too. Yeah. Hope <laughs> hope was the rule breaker. She had it coming. She, she really honestly did. And I think that's why in the synopsis it already says that she's taken because it's very clear that She's different than everybody else. I didn't even read the synopsis, so I didn't even know she was going to be taken. I knew she was going to be taken, and when it happened, I was about in tears. I was
0: like i thought, everybody! I thought it was gonna be Connor. Connor is this, like, sweet, sweet boy. I know, He's I got. Love Connor. Does he have, like, OCD? Or does he. I think a lit. Li- he has these weird tendencies to that, yes. He, he is adorable and he is sweet. There's a lot of representation in this book, my too. My favorite part is when he is making a sandwich and he is just like obsessively he is obsessively making a sandwich and like describing it as if he is at like a five-star restaurant <laughs> and he's like i've got my and i'm gonna put it on my fancy bread and it's just this <laughs> processed ham that he got from the corner store and i thought he was gonna be taken and i was gonna be like distraught for the rest of the book i was like not him <laughs> i liked him and um oh gosh raya yes ria or
1: raya i think raya Raya. yeah and
0: i that was like the the scariest part of the book for me was kind of like raya's um situation with the stitcher when she was closing the pizza shop (gasps) and her mom remember that her mom is she like raya knows like the stitcher is here like she's freaking out waiting for the lights are flickering she's closing this pizza shop up by herself her mom is flickering her car headlights inside the store and Raya's like, what the heck? And she's like running out like, ah, you know, like let me in the car. Well, you ever, have you ever
1: been in a situation where you're alone at night and like you're flipping the lights off in the house and you feel like there's something standing freaking behind you breathing down your neck? Yeah. Like, you know, what I'm talking about like that ominous, like feeling like something is literally in this room with me. And yeah. it gives me chills thinking about it. Like something is in this room with me that I cannot see and like you're just like moving and then like you do the whole like body snatcher thing where you have to run up the stairs and like flip yeah. all the lights on and then like dive under the covers in the bed because all the arms are going to like rip you out from under the bed and like take you away yeah and <laughs> that's, that's the
0: situation it felt like to me that's what was happening and then Raya's mom is like who who was standing behind you in the room and, and, I was and like, you were just
1: uh-uh. like uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like she was this close from being taken that
0: night. Yeah. And they and, all they all uh, kinda were. It went yes. through the whole like process. I think he was like the Stitcher was obviously messing with them.
1: I think so too. Or trying to gauge out like easy pickings, yeah. essentially. And it was it was so scary. It was so phenomenally good. It really was. And you guys really have to read this book.
0: I and there is so much more to this book that we could say. So what my my only complaint was Jen and her dad. I felt like they didn't take their characters far enough, like they could have been left out of the story, and it would have been exactly the same um i wanted I wanted there to be some like reason that her dad was there or so drawn into the town, yeah, and not just like, oh. I'm here, and then now I'm leaving. I really, honestly think that her dad coming was an excuse to add in Jen to the story. Yeah, and Um, what we didn't really even need Jen in the story, I don't
1: think. I I thought the only reason why I liked her in the story is because she brought a dynamic of doubt. Yeah, and she helped me question the validity of these people. Yeah, because her coming in as a new kid to this crazy town that like sucks you in and never lets you go. And then them trying to say that, oh, yeah, by the way, we have this man-eating, like, monster here that kills people and then leaves their bodies laying around for us to find in weird shapes. Yeah. And she's like, you're just bullying me. Yeah. what is freaking wrong with you people? But she begins to, like, uncover that as, like, you uncover that. All the missing posters, the way that nobody reacts when people are taken, the way that people are really, like, down and out, and how the police are actually... Poorly handling the situation. Yeah. Which makes me really mad that they didn't search deeper than they did
0: inside of What's-His-Name's house. It makes me wonder if they did, and each time they did, that's why those cops went missing. Because they they discovered the tunnels to the mines, which is where the Stitcher is living. He's living in the mines. Yes. And that's why they die and they disappear. Yeah. Because they get sucked into the mines and... Stitcher Dude, rips them apart, no. stitches them back together.
1: It is so wild. And then the monster himself, and it actually is a monster. This isn't one of those, like, books where it's, it, like, pulls you into, like, a supernatural monstery thing and then doesn't deliver. Or, like, it's not a Riley Sager. <laughs> I <was> literally, <laughs> I was literally about to say the All same the thing. All the shade to everybody out there. You love Riley. That's fine. Eat it up. I don't... That's fine. Okay, but for me that is not my favorite author because every time I go in there's never what's promised to me. Yeah. And it it's do- always a psychological thing and never a real monster. Yeah, I think that I'm pretty sure that every one of his books is like that except for House Across the Lake, which yeah. was a literal roller coaster ride of every single trope you could ever possibly cram into a thriller <laughs> horror story. Every th- all of it happened. Murder, ghosties, Ghosties. more murder <laughs> crazy possessions more ghosties more ghosties <laughs> that was literally the wildest ride of my entire life that book was i
0: did not enjoy it <laughs> i okay i have i have like another darcy Coates book at home and i want to i'm gonna pick it up in. and read it because I, I, I just need, wonder because uh... we did try um one of her other books and we didn't get super into it because it was kind of confusing I'm trying to think of what it was. Let me look The Whispering Dead. Oh, I haven't even started it yet. Yeah, okay, so I jumped into it. I was a little bit confused. But I don't know if it's because like when I was reading it, I was distracted or whatever. But I'm definitely gonna try to read one of her.
1: And that's books interesting again. because that's one of her most popular series, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'll start it some at some point. I think um, I have one called Hunted.
0: Oh, It's like yeah. a green-black forest cover. With lines all over it. I think the the red th- lines. I don't know. I think there's, like, a girl running. Oh. I don't know. I could be wrong.
1: I'm not sure. This is the only Darcy Codes book I've read. She's got a lot of books, and they all get pretty good ratings. This one from us, for me, it gets a 5 out of 5. A thousand yeah. percent. I would say a 4.8 out of 5. Like I said, there, there's always going to be something that you want more of or, like, yeah. that you want more development. You know, the twist was a
0: twist for me, but I could have been a little more twisty. Um. I wanted it to be – that was my only complaint. That's why I subtracted .2 points, 4.8 out of 5, because I wanted it to be something, like, totally insane that you would, like, never think. Yeah. Because I – okay, I had in my head that the – um, so you meet a girl, a lady in the – kind of towards the end, I would say – that oh. is the only survivor of the stitcher. Yes, that was crazy. And then she said she um introduces us, well she doesn't introduce us, but she sets it up to where they meet the cop that was dealing with the stitcher at the time. Yeah. And the way they describe him, the very first sentence they say, he's extremely tall, like like abnormally tall. And I was like That's him. He's the the stitcher. Stitcher. Mm Because why else would they say that?
1: And see, that's what was so awesome to me is that I kept going back and forth, realizing that the stitcher had
0: been happening for like hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was like a repeat serial killer. That's honestly what I thought. And like because they were because they were in the mines. That's why they thought it looked like a monster, just because of like the shadows and the tricks that it was playing and everything yeah. like that.
1: But I couldn't explain the the animals away. Yeah, the I didn't understand would, that. Like, the only
0: mutate and the string going under the ground. The only thing that I was thinking of was maybe somebody like poisoned like the waters oh. and to make it like this giant ghost story. True, but like to cover up to make people think That would have been a really good twist though.
1: If it, it really like took it that way. Yeah.
0: Like I think either way it would have been really good because like the whole like the whole story and like the, the descriptions of the stitcher and like what he did were like super sets-kissed. spot
1: on. And then like falling into situations where they stumble upon these remains of people and like past like stitcher victims. Yeah. So good because the like you could really just cut the tension and when she says like this is very reminiscent of it I agree because of the way that they deal with the monster in the end and the eyes. And, and
0: it's so funny also, because it's, like, the red string and then, like, the red balloon.
1: Yes. It. I think it's heavily influenced. Yeah. Or maybe not heavily, but, like, it's a nod in that direction. Mm-hmm. But it's not obscene, overdone. It's not... It's not a copy. It's not a copy at all. It's very unique in and of itself, but it gives just enough of that, like, tension and, like, that feeling to make you freak out. And that's what I really love it because...
0: And you don't have to read a hundred page description of the town. Yeah. You don't have to read literally over a thousand pages to enjoy the story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just all tension, all build-up, all the good stuff. It is so fantastic. And there's so much more that we could say about it. Like there, we still haven't talked about a lot of the things that are happening in this book about like some of the twists that happen with the surviving victim of the stitcher. Yeah. Talking about like what she had to give up to get out. Yeah. That freaking floored me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say know. it on here. But when she did that and you like realize like what happened, I was, I almost passed out. I was like, the blood rushed to my face. I was like, no. But don't go. Don't go into the mines. Like, and then they just run in there. And, like, the claustrophobia of the mines. Yeah. And them crawling into these, like, really tight spaces with these backpacks on. And, like, getting cut by these rocks. And, like,
0: dude, I was so, like, out of
1: breath. I was like, then, like please f- get
0: out of here. The stitcher's <laughs> hand just poking through random oh, holes. Oh, God. In the ground. And, like, trying to, like, ooh. <gasps> it just, I just makes picture, me sweat. Like, I picture, like, a... uh Kind of like, like a chicken. Oh chicken my egg, God. But like <laughs> ginormous and like blue, white, gray. Oh, yes, because, and it, like, you,
1: have you seen those like stories online where it's talking about like, I don't know if it's like the creepypastas, but there's all, there's this thing that had, was going around for a while that was saying the primal fear of human beings and why it is that we are so afraid of like white-faced, featureless, long-limbed creatures that run yeah. after you roaring in the night. Yeah. And this embodies that very yeah. well. Like, like
0: why why are we scared of that? Like why What why happens, why don't we look why don't we look at like normal people and be like I'm scared of how this looks. Like
1: what? Yeah. Like what triggers in your brain that that is incorrect and like causes that
0: fear to like ripple through your body and stuff? I guess maybe like if you if you were in a community of creepy-looking creatures and you were a creepy-looking creature yourself, <laughs> it would probably be normal. And you'd be like, oh, my friend. Are you a creepy-looking critter? <laughs> my, my friend Slender Man over here. Oh, man, It would probably be good. fine. That's probably why. Because it, they look – because you know how, like, they always say, like, people are, like, drawn to, like, people that look like them. Oh, yeah. That's probably, like, that kind of thing. Like uh, why? Why are you gonna like be like? Oh, you look so nice and friendly to somebody who's got like t- ten foot long arms. Oh God, probably That's not. My worst fear. Let's be honest. That's really triggering for me. And that yeah. this is that monster. Like that, fr- it freaks me out too because I remember when Slender Man was like a huge thing and like yeah. the ga- the Slender Man game was like going around, and I would like watch videos and I'd be like, no. It's too much. Yeah, because then like especially like when you live by a woods, you're just like, okay, am I gonna look out here and I'm gonna see Slender Man just standing in the woods. We're gonna see the just like waving his chicken legs. Oh gosh. Oh man, yeah, that breaching up part and like And I just picture moving just like so slow, but like Oh, stop like Like, you know, like the, like the piano fingers. Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) It reminds me of that cover of Insidious with the key fingers and how they're long and like claw-like and reaching out. Yeah. Ooh. This is a fantastic book that you should
0: absolutely read. Um, I just picture him like standing, like he's like 10 feet towering over like a table with like knives, just like. (laughs) Oh,
1: gosh. like 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 chopping Cutting people up.
0: Yeah, cutting people up. And he just has to like. I don't know. It's just bleh. it is He's just, so like, disturbing. Just like holding up his like skin. He, oh look, it's a little blanky. Add that to the collection. <laughs> hang
1: that in the <laughs> hang that in the pile in the trophy room. <laughs> it is great, and this is a good book to round out your spooky season. I think you guys should absolutely pick this up.
0: Um, I don't. Th- I don't even think like. I have, like, a book suggestion of, like, no, something that's yeah. like this. But, like, if you if you aren't this into, like, gore and, like, you don't want to be this scared, I would suggest Anne Freistat's book, What We Harvest.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a good mix
0: of thriller-horror
1: that isn't as... She also has a new book coming de- out. Yeah. It's detailed, but not like this. January? She does, yeah. Anne Freistat is going to be releasing, um, now... Oh, you made me the, forget. The va- the Vanishing Herb. No, we're going to mess it up. And she's going to be upset we with this. We have to get the
0: title right.
1: Because our girl Anne deserves the right title. And we're getting ready to read that. A Place for Vanishing a Place by for vanishing. Anne Freistat. And it's a haunted house story mm-hmm. with some romance in it. Yeah. And um, it's, it, obviously it's going to be good. Yeah. So definitely look for that. We're going to be reading it what soon. What We Harvest was phenomenal. It was very good. It and I agree with Samantha. I would recommend What we Harvest because it's just enough horror that it... And it's creepy enough to give you that scare but it's not as um, disgusting. It's not... Right. Dis, I mean, it's disgusting in its own way. Let me rephrase that. But it's a lot different of a feeling than this is. This is more like there's blood everywhere and yeah. it describes stenches of blood and it describes pools of blood and yeah. like weird ways that human bodies aren't supposed to go back together and like things like that. So... There's a other recommendation if you want to ease into horror, What We Harvest Then maybe, where he can't find you. And What We Harvest is also a YA, so that's a good transition point. Um, and I, like I said, I recommend if you have read It, you should read this. Yeah.
0: I th- I It'll be a lot easier of a read.
1: It probably will, yeah. Um, and I think that you'll appreciate the inspiration behind what Darcy Coates put in. Yeah. I don't know if she intended. I would... Darcy, if you'd like. <laughs> would you like to be on our podcast? Yeah, if you'd like to be on the podcast and and uh, let me ask that question to you because that would be so interesting to know if she's inspired by Stephen King at all. Yeah. Um. So Kaylee, if you're listening, <laughs> I know you've read it. You should read Where He Can't Find You. Yes. Um. And whoever else has read it too. So... Read it guys. This was this was a really great great, great, great book.
0: Twelve out twelve out, out 10. of ten. Yeah. Even um, though I give it a four point eight out of five, I'm talking about it now and now I'm giving it a twelve out of ten. Yeah, we changed our minds. It's it's great. You should definitely pick this up and if you're not
1: picking it up, what are you even doing?
0: Yeah. You
1: just You're not listen. doing the correct things. Listen that's that's us. true.
0: Listen to us. When have we ever led you astray? Don't Never. answer that. <laughs> But, um, so, coming up, we've got, let's see. A couple different is and that's. You guys are going to get to know our ATD staff, our adult and teen department, which is who we work with, and that'll be coming out on November 23rd. Yes. So, hopefully, we can, like, round up almost everybody or as many people as we can to... You're going to figure out, um, you're going to find out their favorite reads, what they're currently reading. Book talk with staff. Yes. It's going to be the, the most fun. And then December 7th, we will be reading da, 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 da. Masters of Death. Not. <laughs> what? <laughs> Masters of Death. <laughs> oh, master! <laughs> I didn't even catch that.
1: Masters will, of Death by we will Olivia not, Blake.
0: We will not be reading the Masters of Death. We will be reading the Masters of Death by Oh, I want to. I think it's Olivia. Oh, Olivia. Olivia. I'm sorry.
1: Don't. We are really bad with names and stuff. We we really try to do our best. So I hope you guys know we that. Think, we think it's Olivia Olivia. <laughs> Olivia Blake. Blake. Yes, and I keep which calling is her Olivia?
0: Insanely popular and. I got this book a few months ago, and the cover is stunning, and I just, I don't even want to touch it because I want to display it forever, and... I have to still purchase
1: this book because the holds list is at 800 billion miles long for all of the copies we own. Yeah,
0: so if you're, if you're hearing this now, put that book on hold Get on the hold train. Toot toot. toot. So you Um, can read this and then listen to our podcast. And then our interview? Oh, yes. Uh, Well, they'll be hearing the interview. The week before this podcast. Oh, so. just kidding. So normally when we do interviews, we wait a month to upload, but we decided that's a little bit long for like the authors to wait for them to come out to like kind of promote, yeah. help promote them. So we're going to be starting to do do interviews um, and then releasing them the week after. So normally you wouldn't be hearing our interview with Hannah Connor, Kaner, we're not sure how to pronounce it yet. Um... Normally, you'd be hearing it after November 9th when this releases, but now you'll be hearing it November 3rd, so. Now
1: we've let you know all of our secrets because we record everything in advance. Yes. Um, so, I get mixed up and that's why Samantha is supposed to be the one
0: talking at the end and not me, because I mess everything up. <laughs> and let's be honest, we can't be doing this stuff live because we'd probably have been fired 27 times by now. Probably. But it's fine. That's the reality of it. But if you've listened to
1: our interview with, um, for God killer, you should pick up that book. If you, if we don't do any spoilers or anything like that, it's a like quick I said, read and it's a really good it's fantasy. Great. Um, it's straight up my alley. It's phenomenal. It's so good with like, um, character development and tension. And I mean, there's just so many amazing things in here and it gives you the satisfaction of reading a really great, like, straight fantasy yeah. without you know 800 billion extra pages of like world building and stuff like that yeah Yeah, fluff um so this is a good this is a good break in between the way of kings and then word of radiance (laughs) this is that you know moment of deep breath unless you you want to unless you want
0: to go big and then go Go home yeah whatever
1: (laughs) i mean this is this is fantastic and i believe that um I think Sunbringer is the name of the second book that's coming out, and that's gonna be coming out in January. Um, and it this is actually gonna be a trilogy and not a duology, hmm. so if you skipped over that whole
0: interview, don't. Read go this back. book and go back. Yes. What do you even what like I said? What okay. are you doing? So you gotta read Where He Can't Find You by Darcy Coates. You've gotta read God Killer by Hannah Connor. Kaner Connor Kaner. And also,
1: Masters of Death by Olivia, yes. Olivia Blake. Start that now. And then go ahead and read Yumi and the Nightmare Painter.
0: Yes. 10 out of 10. Do it. Yeah. And then let us know. You can email us at books at khcpl.org. Tell us your thoughts on these books. Tell us what you're reading. Give us book suggestions. Do all the things. And we hope you guys have a great rest of your week.
1: Bye. Bye.